Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, welcome to the Horse Hour podcast. I'm Amy Stevenson and this is our live Horse Hour podcast. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're on Twitter, then uh, don't forget to use the hashtag Horse Hour in all your tweets. And today we're going to be talking about fear. Hey, welcome to Horse Hour Monday night. Hope you had a good weekend. It is Horse Hour Live. So we're going to be doing what well, I'm going to be doing these podcasts every week where they're live so you can get involved. I'll still do the weekly uh, podcast with guests where we get to interview experts like uh, the veterinary professionals. So the guys at B&W Equine Vets come on every month, once a month, and give us advice on diseases like laminitis and sweet itch and everything that we're worried about. But today we're talking talking about equestrian fears. And that's mainly because I can't get rid of this fear. I have it constantly with me. And I'd like to say that sometimes, you know, maybe it was a little bit from my accident a few months ago. But the truth is, it really wasn't just the accident that made me so afraid. And I think it's a subject that we don't often talk about enough. We don't talk about how we're afraid of, of I was going to say afraid of flying then, how we're afraid of riding or, you know, you might be afraid of bringing your horse in sometimes if he's a bit spooky, if uh, he's had too much grass and he's dancing around the place. We have a lot of fears. So tonight we want to open up the conversation and I'd love to know what are your fears and have you overcome them? Um, because I think I've overcome some of my fears uh, I, for a long time. I would never go hacking at all I was too scared of the what ifs of what might happen and I guess bit by bit you 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 kind of deal with it so I'm often told Amy you've just got to face your fear get on the horse and go for a ride and to a certain extent when I do that I always feel better afterwards when I've come home safely and blackjack's back in the field I then enjoy the ride so much more afterwards because the anxiety has gone and I'm not as afraid so I will tell you more about my fears as we go on for the next hour because we're live until nine o'clock. But in the meantime, I'd really love to know what your fears are. And it could be something as big as going jumping or going eventing, taking your horse out for the day. Maybe you're afraid to load them up, trailer them out. Are you afraid of driving a trailer or driving a horse box? Or it could be that you're afraid to go into the stable with your horse. So you can open this out, you can tell us all about it, and uh, we're going to hopefully get some solutions as well. So if you're worried at all, don't be afraid, we're here to help. So tweet us at Horse Hour, don't forget to use the hashtag Horse Hour so that everybody can uh, get involved and offer their advice. And um, 
yeah, we will. I'm going to play some music as well tonight because on the recorded Horse Hour podcast, we can't, we don't get to play music because we have the guests for the full half hour. So this is a great opportunity to enjoy some music as well. So keep those tweets coming in at Horse Hour and on Facebook and Instagram too. <laughs> Landed in a very common crisis Everything's in order in a black hole Nothing seems to put to use my past though That bloody memory's like an earth Tabasco Remember when you used to be a rascal Oh, the boys are slag The best you ever had The best you ever had Is just a memory And those dreams When as daft as they seem As daft as they seem My love, when you dream them all Flicking through a little book of sex tips Remember when the bars were all electric And now when she's told she's gonna get it I'm guessing that she'd rather just forget it Clinging to not getting sentimental Said she wasn't going but she went still Like a gentleman had to be gentle Was it a mechadabber or a betting pencil? Oh, the boys are slag The best you ever had The best you ever had Is just a Our live. Thanks so much for listening and good evening, Haynet. Um, thanks so much for joining us. And Cooper's Hill Equine, we're talking fear this evening. And uh, they tweeted, We used to fear drops out on cross country, but I conquered it. Practice, practice, practice. And then she said, Mind you, this was me yesterday, not very graceful. But that is a beautiful, she's posted this gorgeous photo. Go onto Horse Hour Twitter and have a look now. And it's jumping a fence. The thing is, we're not graceful. You know, when, when we're riding, unless you're riding dressage, we're not going to be graceful because. 
most of us are holding on for dear life. Well, I know that I am for sure. I mean, even when I'm hacking at the best of times, I'm constantly thinking, well, what if the the plastic bag is going to spook or what if it's a bit windy? And my instructor's amazing because for ages I hated riding in the wind because I was so fearful of what might happen. And I guess it was actually doing these podcasts and speaking to um, people that know what they do with horses, not like me who doesn't have a clue, but, you know, people who have been riding for years and years and then they all say you you do just have to get on with it you've just got to go out there ride through the wind and each time you do it it will get easier but the truth is it's not easy it's really really tough and recently I uh, looked at getting another horse I can't afford to buy another horse but to borrow somebody else's horse to get my confidence up a bit And so I found this schoolmaster and I thought, well, that would be amazing because you get schoolmasters advertised, don't you, as they've done everything. They can do the dressage, they can do the hacking, you can hack them out by themselves, they can go out with friends, you can go on sponsored rides, everything that... I guess I imagined riding to be like so there's there's no barriers or no boundaries but I still had the fear I went to try this schoolmaster and he's amazing he's 19 years old he's been there done that got the t-shirt can even piaf I mean I wouldn't even know how to ask him to piaf but I'm sure if I knew what I was doing he can do it beautifully my fear though came from cantering out on the forest with him because and and this is crazy but this is because he's a different type of breed to the horse that I'm used to so Blackjack my horse is a Frisian cross Gelderlander he's very stocky he's very big I feel like I'm sat deep in his seat and um, this other gorgeous horse was um, he's a thoroughbred and it, and straight away, for, for thoroughbred lovers out there, you're going to say, well, that would be my dream horse. Um, but for me, the thought of a thoroughbred means that we're just going to run really, really quickly. We're just going to go. And, and that, that scares me the most is that I won't have any breaks. I won't be able to stop. So I guess it's interesting how each person has an individual fear and something might bother one person more than it will bother somebody else. But was what was really interesting is they said, oh, don't worry, anyone can ride this horse. He's a schoolmaster. You'll be fine. But the truth was I wasn't fine. I was so nervous that I think I made him nervous. So I'm keen to get your advice today on how we can conquer those nerves and how we can get over them. You know, you can go and see a hypnotherapist. I've been and done that. Um, You can go and see psychologists. You can try different types of riding. But I really want to know, what did you do to get over your fear? What was your fear and what did you do to get over it? So I'm going to take Cooper's Hill Equine. I'm going to take a bit of advice from them. She used to, like I said earlier, she used to fear drops out on cross country, but she's conquered it. So can you tweet me, how did you conquer that fear? Was it just going out and doing little jumps and then building them up Um, or did you do anything inside the school to help build your confidence first we're at horse hour on twitter don't forget to use hashtag horse hour and uh, i can't wait to hear what your advice is I'm running out of patience cause I can't believe what the hell I'm hearing And speaking of hell, it don't compare to this heat that I am feeling I love you too much, it shows all my emotions go out of control Good for you, bad for me when I can hold 
excited to welcome a guest all the way from America right now. Her name is Katie and uh, she's been an avid listener of the Horse Hour podcast. How are you, Katie? I'm doing well. I hope you are. I hope you can hear me. I can hear you loud and clear. Welcome. Welcome. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, So tell me then, Katie, where are you at the moment? Where am I living or where am I in my horse world? No, where are you living? Oh, I'm in North Carolina and it is hot. 
Is it really? What? Because it's been really hot over here and we've been freaking out about the flies and about whether our horses are overheating and they need extra baths. How do you deal with that all the time? Well, my two spoiled boys are standing in their very cool barn with fans on and um, they're out most of the time in the evening, but with fly sheets and fly masks and fly spray because the bugs have been horrid. Oh, no. Oh, they're so lucky, though. They get cooling fans, do they? They get more than we do. Oh, they're spoiled. Very spoiled. <laughs> and um, and what horses do you have? I have two. I have uh, Crush, um, who his call name is Crush, but he is Crescendo. And he is a German-imported Hanoverian wow. who was um, an upper-level dressage horse but retired with uh, an injury. So now he's oh. just, his job is just to be pretty. Is he okay? And he's very good at it. He's lovely. He's pasture sound. Um, he's quite competent. I take him out for long walks. I'm in the middle of 500 acres. So we walk about and he grazes and hand grazes and does everything just not to be ridden. Oh, my goodness. Um, so. We could, I could only dream of having 500 acres. I'm lucky if I've got five for my horse. I mean, what do you even do with <laughs> Well, now, they're not my 500. They're not my five. <laughs> I, have, I have a small 10-acre farm, but I'm landlocked by the 500. So I have access to all of it on a bend of a river. So it's, it's lovely. It really is. How beautiful. Um, I think I might get on a plane and come and live with you. That would be awesome. Come. Uh, <laughs> We've got a guest room anytime. <laughs> so, so tell me more about your other horse then. Well, that that would be Skipper, and he is um, he retired from the upper level jumpers and mm-hmm. the 1.2s. Um, he is a KWPN. Nice. And he was retired to a heel bulb injury, so it was soft tissue damage. Oh. And his previous owner, who was a still is a competitor, could not invest a year or more in rehab, so he came to live with me, oh. primarily to be a companion for my my big redhead crush um but he's come sound oh wow <laughs> it was kind of a bonus um so now um we've just just been working my vet checked him out um, gave me the thumbs up and i've had him it will be a year july 16th so oh my goodness um, i'm so pleased for you Katie. well it reminds me of of how much you invested in your boy you know gave him the time off to heal and Lo and behold, now you've got this lovely boy to ride. So I am such a believer in grass rest. Two uh, years Blackjack had off, and um, I was told he would never be ridden again. I wasn't allowed to ride him. Mm. Two years, he came sound, and we are now nervously cantering around the forest. But that's what I wanted to talk to you about, is, um, is this fear. So I, I, when was the last time you rode? Was it because you've had them quite a while, haven't you, if, if, if you've just been handling yes. them rather than riding them. So what's your equestrian right. fear? Well, primarily, I, well, the older we get, I think the further the ground is. Yes. Um, the, <laughs> so if I were, you know, I'm five foot ten. So if I were, if I could ride a pony, I would, I would probably be fearless. But <laughs> my boys are both um, 16 too. So it's a long way down. Mm. And the older I get, the further away the ground seems to be. Mm. Um, and a lifelong rider and I vented, fox hunted, did all of those things, started out with hunters and, and used to be fearless. But I think with age comes, you know, sort of the understanding of the repercussions if we get injured. Do you think it's that or do you think when we're young, because I thought, well, maybe it's because I've got more responsibilities now and I think, well, I can't afford to Mm. have time off work and we have children. But actually, if I'm being really honest, I don't think about all that when I'm riding. (laughs) So 
maybe it's that when we're younger, we're a little bit more naive and we don't think about what could happen. But as you get older, you're right. much more aware of that your bones will hurt if they break because you might have broken them once before. And I guess older experiences <laughs> then change how we view things. I think so. I think the more falls we have, the more the, the more frightening a fall or the expectation of a fall could be. Mm. Um, but with Skipper, it's, it is, he is so much more well-educated than I am as a rider. He's just lovely training and, and a very quiet boy. I don't see a buck or a spook in him at all. So my fear with him is rushing. I don't want to push too hard. I don't want to re-injure. Mm. Um, and I want this to be enjoyable for him in his retirement. He's 18 years old. So we have no expectation of a, a show career. This is just purely for pleasure. A hack out, you know, riding about um, down to the river, riding with friends, just enjoying him because he's so lovely. And I'm so I'm so very lucky to have him. <laughs> oh, but that's so lovely. I really am. That's the dream, isn't it? Because you don't have, you're not putting any pressure on yourself and you're giving him the time to work through this issue that he had before himself. And, you know, I'm right. a massive right. believer in being really patient and taking it really steady. So if you can, and I know it's really hard because I still have the fear of Blackjack's injury. You know, every every time I ride right. him, I think, oh, am I hurting him? Has he has he been hurt? And I, and I check to see if he's left and you know and it is always in our head and actually I think I don't push him as much as he probably could be pushed because I'm afraid that he's going to get right. hurt so it's just right. really slow and but it can be devastating I know I know but ultimately you don't have the pressure if you need to go out and compete so that fear you can put that if you can pop it in a little box and say I'm just going to enjoy walking him I'm just going to enjoy right. trotting him right. and and the first time I let Blackjack trot was when he wanted to I said right there's no rules there's no you know we have to do this by this date and I let him kind of lead me to what, how fast he wanted to go I'll be honest with you Katie he's being a bugger right now and um and he's <laughs> gone so far the other way that my fear now is can I control him and hold him back because he's feeling so good right um, but how's well, it going for and, you then? It's the double-edged sword. It's yeah. the double-edged sword. Well, we had our, 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 like I said, this this weekend, and I'm riding him maybe, and, and my, my goal is once a week, and I haul over to a friend's. I have a friend who's a trainer. I ride in her arena, and then she's got some lovely um, trails to ride on. So we just started going out. And I'll tell you what I think the biggest key for me has been is my support network. And I hack out with a friend whose horse is a lovely babysitter and she is a very positive, supportive rider. So mm -hmm. she'll see me tense and say, he's, he's just doing so well. Look how relaxed he is. And I settle back in. And then I talk to myself in my head all the time. Do you? I sing. Drop I your shoulders. Sing, right? <laughs> lengthen your leg. Yeah. Settle into the seat. He's fine. You know, just these relaxing conversations I have in my head to keep myself um because I know he's so sensitive that the moment I tense up he goes what do we have to be worried about um what is there to be scared of and nothing that's really so. interesting because that I had that with this other horse I was riding to get my confidence up the schoolmaster um he's, mm -hmm. he's really sensitive so if I I could feel my and this comes again to us being a little bit more educated and less naive I think when we're a bit older is that um 
I, I knew my heart rate was going up. And so then I panicked because I know right. my heart rate's going up. And I'm going, no, 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 I need to calm down because the horse is I going know, to feel it. And you just escalate. And it's like, oh, this is not helping. So I will give myself permission to stop in the middle of the arena, drop him down to the buckle, and just spend a few minutes settling myself because it's not going to be it's not going to be fun for either one of us if I'm a ball of nerves on his back. He doesn't enjoy it. I don't enjoy it. So And how lovely think, that you, you have know, such a great support. You know, you've got your friend there who's willing to give you confidence because I think that's mm-hmm. very important is to be riding out with people that you trust. So there was a period right. I wouldn't ride out with anybody that I didn't know what their horse was going to do and 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 also I I didn't want to be embarrassed. For a long time I was very embarrassed about how I felt. And so if there was a new person or, you know, I, I'd want them to feel welcome and I'd openly say, look, I, I can't take you for hacks because one, I get lost. I don't know where I'm going. But also two, <laughs> I'm a fruit loop and I'm nervous at everything. And actually, I probably wouldn't keep your horse calm because I struggle to keep my own horse calm. And and just like your friend, right. my little babysitter, who is hilarious because I'm nearly 33 and she's 21 and she's babysitting me. I mean, how bad is that? Um, well, no, my babysitter is... Um, I'm 53 and she is in her 60s and such a lovely rider and such a kind soul. But I'm very lucky the barn that I go over to, it is nothing but women and we're all over 40. So we don't have any preconceived notions about being in the Olympics or, you know, (laughs) eventing at the four star level. We just enjoy our horses. And I think that 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 support network really makes a difference. But I'll tell you, I do have one little I have a, a sort of a cheeky uh, ace in the hole, and that is that my trainer rode for the O'Connors, for David and Karen O'Connor. So yeah. she's kind of good. She's kind of brilliant. <laughs> and she is. So I'm very, very lucky that she's a dear friend first, and she will mount in the ring and say, you know, if you tried this, it's never, it's never pointed. She's not cracking a whip at me or snapping her fingers, but she's got tons of experience so she, and a great eye. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of spoiled. I really am. That's very really, lucky. really, really lovely. I was doing some research before I did this episode today because I thought, well, mm-hmm. I, I can't just tell you all how scared I am of life. Um, I better actually get some people who know what they're talking about. And there's an amazing psychologist. He's called Charlie Unwin. I mean, he's he was worked with Team Great Britain. He works with people all over the world. So he knows his stuff wow. when it comes to how we should be feeling and how we can almost train our mm-hmm. brains to think a bit better. And interestingly, he says exactly the same thing as what you said. It's about your coaches. So you can go and have a lesson mm-hmm. every week, and that's great. And they'll teach you in a, an arena, how, or your instructors in an arena, how to ride, how to sit properly. And they'll probably give you that confidence right. um, at that time but then you're you're kind of by yourself I feel like I need that parent holding my hand to just phone and say I'm a bit worried about this and he said speak to your instructor about them being a coach so that's very different between an instructor and a a coach they do different things and a coach Um, right Right. So he said, speak to your instructor about them being a coach some of the other time, maybe when they're not with you, and they can mm-hmm. talk you through and help you through those processes. So if there's anything that you're worried about, for example, I phoned my instructor the other day and said, I've been putting off riding because I'm too busy, and um, and actually I now know I'm putting it off because I'm also a bit nervous. How can I get through that? And right. just with a telephone call, she's then become a coach. She started talking me through it and said, well, what would you do in that situation? How would you handle it? Mm-hmm. And then once I realized I can handle it, 
we're fine and off we go and, and everything's good and it sounds like your friend who's an amazing rider is a bit of a support coach to you as yes. well for that advice she is she is oh. well a funny story um i had and i don't want to i don't want to make you sad but i mm-hmm. had a my heart horse for 10 years and mm-hmm. um i lost him oh. um a year and a half ago and we did everything together so i think a lot of my confidence uh, left when I lost him. Big 17 hand Holsteiner, just brilliant. Very bad though. And we went out to school cross country and I hadn't school cross country in t- 10 years. So he, I popped him into the water jump and asked him to come back out the, the su- short side. It was just a two foot jump. He's 17 hands. He can step out. Mm. Well, he came out and cracked his back, came straight up in the air, tried to dump me. And Andy, my trainer is standing there. And she, she said she waited And she watched me to see what my face did. Was I going to sit down and ride the horse and make him behave? Or was I going to lose my confidence and bail? And she watched me and she said, without thinking, my brain turned off and my body turned on. She said, you sat down, you picked him up, you sent him back into the water and you asked him to do it again. Without even thinking, all by rote. What I'd done when I was 20, I did again in my 50s without being scared because I didn't give myself a chance to amazing came out of the water did the same thing again bucked three huge bucks I sat down brought him back into the water and this time he came out and jumped it perfectly and then we did the rest of the cross country course not big jumps these are 18 inch I took the green bean route no but well done you because you know you could have stopped and gone no 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 it's too much you you just kept going if I'd been watching a video of that, I would have gone, get off that horse right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Get off there. He's just terrible. But, but, you know, I think sometimes it's about. Not- if you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Not listening to those little negative voices in your head that say, you can't do this. You're not good enough. You can't ride well enough. Your horse is too bad, too lazy, too fast, too whatever. That you just, that gear kicks in that says, I can do this. Hmm. And you, my dear friend said, ride the horse you're on. Hmm. And what she meant by that was, don't think about everything they've ever done before. How are they right now? Ride that horse. Is it being quiet and lovely? Well, enjoy it. So, anyway. That's the best bit of advice. No, no, no. That's great. It's such a good piece of advice. Ride the horse you're on. I like that. Ride the you horse know, you're on. That's yes. going to be talking through my head rather than me singing, counting sheep in my head, trying to calm myself down. Yeah. I'll just be going, ride the horse you're on. That's ride really the horse good. Oh. But now you have to do it. You have to do it with an American accent. So <laughs> you have to do that. I won't even pretend to be American because no. I don't think I could pull it off. Um, no. Katie, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, and, um, absolutely my pleasure. It's been amazing. Such a big fan. I just have to tell you, I am. <laughs> I go around to all of my friends with iPhones and load your podcast <laughs> on there. And uh, my vet is now listening to you over here, especially the one on ulcers, was just brilliant. Oh, thank um, you. So you have a growing tribe. You are too kind, Katie. In the US, <laughs> it is my mission. Oh, bless you! Thank you so much. I can't take any credit because it's actually not me. It's our amazing guests, um, oh, and, and you will love no. the one coming up in a few weeks with Charlie, who's the psychologist. He's I've managed to persuade oh, him to it. come on, actually give us advice, um, and I and I was very honest. I said, look, we're doing a live show on fear, and the truth is, Charlie, we don't know really. We only have our own experiences. <laughs> We'd love to have someone who knows what they're talking about. And he said, absolutely. So in three weeks' time, Charlie Unwin's going to be joining us. So that would be great. But, but Katie, thank you so much. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thank, thank you for using Horse Hour. And um, have a great day in North Carolina. Thank you. Lovely. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you. <laughs> See you soon. Thanks so much to you for joining us on Horse Hour Live, uh, playing some music, talking horsey fears. Do tweet us with what your horse, what are your equestrian fears? Is it that you are scared of riding? Is it that you've overcome something? Because it would be great to get some ideas and tips of, of how you actually overcame your worst fear. So tweet us at Horse Hour and don't forget to use the hashtag Horse Hour. Very simple. Oh, and we're on Facebook and Instagram too.
Welcome back to Horse Hour Live. Oh, I love a bit of Coldplay. They're always good to play. Um, You're listening to Horse Hour Live, and I'm absolutely loving talking to you live this evening because I'm really getting to hear your equestrian fear stories and how you overcame them. Uh, We've got a lovely guest on the line called Cara. How are you? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm very good. Thanks so much for joining us. Now, you were the tweet that I was talking about earlier when I was explaining my equestrian fears and how I'm just scared of going out hacking by myself at the moment. And um, can you explain to us what your fear is? Well, the first one that came to mind was my fear of drops. I have a few, but the drops (laughs) have been my long-running fear with horses going back to when I really started yeah oh my gosh are these now these are the cross-country drops but you sent a lovely photo you uh, sent us on twitter a great photo of you actually doing a cross-country drop so how did you get over it well I, (laughs) I didn't have much choice because one day um oh this is going back to 2011 for St Patrick's Day Mm. there is a huge charity ride and it's cross it's not cross country and on a course it's like out hunting and all day long everybody's telling me you know there's this one drop in the field you're gonna have to do it and I'm like no I'm going out the gate I'm not doing it and they're all kind of looking at me thinking you don't have a choice I have a choice I said I'm going out the gate so I didn't listen to anybody and I kept on going and then we get to the field where this drop is and I'm looking for my escape route and I went oh my god everyone was right I should have listened and this drop, you you had maybe like a two foot, three foot wall, but the drop on the far side into the next field was five foot. <gasps> and I, yeah, <laughs> and this was like my first ever one that I had done. And I was like, why did I have to go big? You know what they say, go big or go home. Yes, I should have gone home. Oh no! <laughs> but what anyway, happened? and I, I'm on this little fourteen two pony who's seen it all, done it all. We're cantering up to the, the, the wall and I just go, no, I can't do this. I pull her out. And I did that about five times. And eventually some little kid on a white pony, 11 hand pony or something, he comes up behind me and he goes, I lead you in. And I just went, oh, this is so embarrassing. <laughs> so I literally just said, right, you got it. You just got to man up, get it done. Now, I did not enjoy one second of it, but I followed this little kid in on his little pony. He went sailing over, hailing the taxi, you know, one arm over. And he drops and I went, I was watching this kid and I went, okay, be half as graceful. You'll be okay, Kira. You'll be okay. But um, <laughs> I wasn't really, but I, I went for it. I came over the wall, but I forgot to hold on. I let go of my reins, I let go of my legs, and I just, oh. when the pony landed, I slapped down in there and I just rolled off her neck. Oh, bless you. <laughs> yeah. But so that you was, did it. That was my epic. I did it. And then I said to myself, do you really want to do this for the rest of your life while you're out riding if ever you come across the drop again? And I said no. So it was just a matter of getting over the fear, putting myself into that situation, but not with big ones like that just small ones maybe two foot drops up cross country mm. and feeling comfortable with the horse that I was on I was listening to the previous speaker on the show okay oh, um, yeah. can't remember her name Katie yeah and she's right you ride the horse that you're on and I made sure that I was on horses that would never make me feel scared or uncomfortable mm. and I just plodded along did some nice little small ones and then worked your way up once you feel once it does become a habit it became less 
of an issue for me. Mm. And then, yeah, that other second, the first picture I sent yes, um, of me yesterday, <laughs> I have done that one a few times. But yesterday, I think um, it had, I hadn't done it in a few months and the trees had become overgrown. So I got a face full of tree branches in my face oh, no. and I came down and off for cooking. And I think the next picture shows me with my legs out of the stirrup Oh, and I'm I'm crossways on the saddle or something. I can't even remember. I just went, don't look at it, Kira, because if you look at it, you'll get scared again. So I just, yeah, just think positive. Think positive the whole time. But, Kira, you're so brave. I think you're really brave just going out and hunting. And, and I've had a very similar situation with when I was jumping. I was used to be afraid of jumping. And so I went to my friend who's an instructor and said, right, I need to get over this. So I need to start having some jumping lessons. And there was a pony club going on at the same time. And... Uh, my instructor decided to use the pony club kids to help me get the jumps higher because she knew that I wouldn't say no to them because you're right. Yeah. You've got, you're surrounded by nine, 10, 11 year olds and they can jump higher than you. You kind of, it gives you that boost, I think, to go, right, no, this is embarrassing. Let's just get on yeah. with it. But I mean, yeah. a five foot drop is is crazy you were very brave oh no <laughs> I just I don't know what I was thinking that day and I've never done it since it, the, that charity ride since has stopped and I would love to see how I would, would tackle it today but you know when you see the kids doing all these things they have no fears though mm. they don't you know we're grown-ups we know about consequences we know about getting hurt is painful and we don't bounce as well as the children do and if you've got kids, you have to take them. And that, that really affects your confidence mm. as you're an right. adult. When but we do throw riding. our kids on the, on the horses as well. And say, off you go. Have fun. I know. <laughs> Are I we know. crazy? I don't want to see you unless there's blood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I mean, I never, I never rode as a child. So I never had that. So I feel like coming into it as an adult, it's, it's a lot scarier, I think. I think... Mm. To work on your confidence as an adult is so hard and your confidence as an adult is so precious that you do tend to guard it fiercely. Mm. So if you do have a fear, just even to think about working on it, you're always really conscious of, well, if it goes wrong and you didn't have to work on this fear and if it goes wrong, like, where are you? You know, are you, are you going to leave the kids are you going to leave the kids walking to school because you broke your foot? Mm. No, <laughs> Which it's I true. Did at one but, time. But, but, did you didn't? You know? Really? I did, yeah. What I did. happened? Were you, they okay? Um, were you okay? Oh, the kids? Oh, no. Oh, it was fine. <laughs> we, we were all... Oh, that's another funny story. That's another horsey... Well, it's not really a horsey fear. It's a life fear. I fear water. And we were riding at the local beach. And I was on oh, this beautiful gelding he was a big gelding but it was his first time at the beach he was a cruising his sire was cruising the famous Irish stallion and I have a fear of water as well and I was with people and I, I just I was um got distracted by the other people I was chatting when I should have been focusing on my horse and the water was as still it was like a mirror but this tiny tiny wave came and the horse spooked and he went off at a gallop along the in the water uh, just along the shoreline, it couldn't have been more than an inch or two high, the water. And I hung on for as long as I could. But he took another turn and I came out the side door and I must have tried to put my feet underneath me, you know, to land on my feet. But I didn't quite make it. And I smacked my heel bone off the, off the ground and I, I busted. And all I remember was lying in the water 
watching him canter away to the rest of the people. And then he stops and looks back at me and he goes, well, jeepers, like, the horse looking at me, well, why are you down there? I didn't do that much to you. And I had to ride him home oh with a broken heat. Yeah. yeah. So that came, that brought on to another fear of riding on the beach. Yeah. But we overcame that too. It's, 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 it's again, it's, people can tell you everything. Yeah, it's interesting that 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 was one of your fears because it's one of mine is since the accident. It's actually since traumas that have happened. I mean, some of the traumas I haven't fallen off. And the ones where I stayed on actually affected me more than the ones where I came off. But Haynet have just tweeted as well saying, being a witness to a very serious horse riding accident made me risk assess getting back in the saddle. Um, The what-ifs were there. And that is the thing. I think we can... It's very easy. After my accident... I couldn't remember much. I couldn't remember anything. I lost my memory completely. But um, I, I didn't want to go through that again. Um, and I started being really nervous. And actually, I had to mm. have six weeks off. And part of me thought, if I'd got back on, would I have been again too afraid? Did that six weeks help? Or did that give me a chance for the what-ifs to kick in? But then... A good side was when I finally did get back on, um, I ended up, oh, it's ridiculous. Okay, so I go out with my babysitting friend, 21-year-old Ruby, and um, Mm -hmm. she's great because she tells me jokes. She tells me to breathe when I'm getting nervous, and I kind of, I feel like I can relax with her. I don't feel like she's going to put pressure on me, which is so important, is it? Like Katie was saying about having a support network. Um, exactly, yeah. she's great and I think we should all hack with people that we feel comfortable and safe with and we can actually say how we feel with um, so we were going for a little plod because I didn't want to go fast and we ended up on a two hour cantering round the new forest mission because a local lady had got stuck in a bog in her horse and in actually I think it was the fact that she was stuck and I knew she was in danger because she was up to her waist the, the police couldn't find her so they'd caught her, oh, seen us riding and said, we're really worried about a lady. We don't know where she is. She's somewhere in this area. We can't get to her, but you're on horseback. You can. And straight away, my brain went from what, you know, I might die to she might die. And actually, it was really yeah. serious. And that was great because I wasn't focusing on what could happen to me. So I, I rode the best I think I've ever ridden. Probably really badly, but there I stayed go. on. You stayed on. People, I think, sometimes focus too much on the perfect ride. Mm -hmm. And after the thing with the drops and breaking my foot, I realized that, you know what, if I come home safe every evening, every time I ride a horse, celebrate that. All that matters, doesn't it? And And it's all, it's really all that matters. Yes, I have so much fun now. Like, I can compete in in the hunter trials and I see the drops coming and I laugh in the face (laughs) to the drops. I spur, I kick on and off I go. It's it's a wonderful feeling. Like, it doesn't matter how long it takes. I'd say, what, that was 2011 and it's 2017. So what, that's six years, really, that it's taken me to feel confident and just to feel happy and wonderful about going out around a cross-country course and looking at that fence and going, I can do you. I can do this one. But I don't think we can, I think sometimes our expectations of ourselves, we we put too much pressure on ourselves to say, right, I should be back out riding again within six months. And actually, like you said, it it took six years. But I've just had a little look at at, at what you do, Cara, and don't you take people for like holidays and you take them out riding? Yes. So it's me and my partner, James, yeah, we do horse riding, holidays, vacations, anything that anybody wants to do on a horse, we try to arrange it. And thankfully, I'm... 
it's great, but when <laughs> when I'm here trying to promote hunting and everything, and I I'm petrified. Mm. Hunting in Ireland scares the pants off of me, but my partner makes up for it. He has confidence like you wouldn't believe. So while you have him being that confident and me being this cautious, together we tend to make this really good team. And no matter which rider you get, if you're if you need a bit of a confidence boost, you've got James. If you want a little bit of a shoulder to cry on, and you, you know you feel like you're alone, well, it's like you can. Some we had two ladies just this weekend who who had never really jumped and we took them out cross country and she, they're looking at me thinking I'm amazing and I'm there going no I'm not really <laughs> but you know if that's what you think that's brilliant and they're like I could never be like that I said yeah yes you can mm. I said, and I've showed them this video of me riding terribly only two weeks ago at a competition and they're like I can't believe that I said, we all have our bad days mm. we all have our good days and you just You've got to remember that you can do anything. You really can. And like like Katie said previously, you ride the horse that you're on. And that if you can put the faith in the horse and forget any kind of negativity that's happened to you before. And if you set that one little goal for yourself and achieve it, you will feel on top of the world. It doesn't matter what the goal is. I don't think it matters what so the goal true. is. So true. Yeah. But if you achieve it, baby steps. That's what it was for me, I suppose. Little goals all along the way, little baby steps. And now I think this is the first summer that I have actually taken my mare out and competed in front of other people. Oh, congratulations. So, you know, I'm so pleased for you. Thank you. I, I'm chuffed. I'm not winning anything. I don't care. I'm no. having fun and I'm home safe. Cara, I've never won anything, but we did win best in show because I knew that we weren't going to win anything else. So as long as we looked pretty, that was all that mattered. So we had the long baths and yeah, and that's it. But, well, no, that was years ago. I haven't been out since. But <laughs> but but thank you very much for sharing for sharing your stories with us. Um, do if you get time and thank you're on you Twitter, you're very welcome. If you're on Twitter and you get time, go and have a look at Cara's um, horse riding holidays because they are amazing. Um, it's Cooper's Hill Equine and I've noticed there That's are right. beach rides in there so I actually think we need to go so that Cara oh, has yeah. to take us out on Dude. a beach ride and we can cure your <laughs> fear of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. I've been a couple of times since. <laughs> oh, bless you. Well, it's amazing. Oh, Thank you so, so much. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of Horse Hour and we will speak to oh, you, you again too. soon. Thanks, Cara. Right, you can keep telling us your stories, your equestrian fears. Malcolm Wilson said, hacking out on a former racehorse that forgets it's a former racehorse, I thought I'd die. That's true, Malcolm. And that's my fear of thoroughbreds, you see, because I think, well, they a lot of them are ex-racers and some thoroughbred lovers will say, well, they're not all like that. And I'm sure they're not. But, but my experience experiences haven't been great and, and like I said I'm a my fear is that I can't don't have any brakes and I can't make them stop um one thing that did help with with my fear of riding and um, and being around the horse was actually spending more time around blackjack so even when when he was spooky tacking up it's so easy to say oh I'm not going to ride you today because you're a bit spooky you're j more jumpy than normal um and when I have my my brave breeches on and I'm having a good day confidence wise I that wouldn't bother me. I'd just get on and ride. So I've been trying really hard to spend an extra half an hour down at the field with him, spending more time grooming him, no matter what the weather, if it's raining, if it's windy, if it's blowing, if it's a beautiful day, just spending more time playing with him, bonding with him um, to build up that ground connection again. 
So thank you again for all your stories today. Oh, it's nearly nine o'clock already. I can't believe it. Um, I think sometimes I think we should do this for like four hours because there's so much to talk about. But thank you for joining in on Horse Hour on Twitter. It's hashtag Horse Hour. Thank you to Katie and Takara, our guests this evening. You can get involved in Horse Hour Live just by sending us a direct message saying, I want to be on air share us your story and then we'll give you a call straight back we do tweet all week so you can continue to share your stories and um, and i think we will be announcing the winner of the sport of kings competition as well so you will find out very shortly within the next minute on twitter of who has won that gorgeous watch from sport of kings and um, these watches are literally stunning so go and have a look at that on twitter thank you for joining us and i will speak to you next week Have a good week with your horse and I'll speak to you soon. You've been listening to Horse Hour. Join the community on Twitter, Mondays, 8pm UK time, 3pm Eastern by using the hashtag HorseHour. Follow Amy at AmyStevenson1 and subscribe to us on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher and Player FM.